0: Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. This is Hashem BPW, number 40. That's Bice for Women, Share number 40. Um, we are going to talk more about this PDF, 100 Ways to Love Your Husband His, uh, your husband his Way. Originally, the PDF is for the husband to love his wife on 100 Ways Her Way. And it, it applies both ways. And if each works on it, it can really do wonders to transform a marriage. And this is probably the last year on, on this uh, PDF. But uh, it is really, really Kadai to read it over, think about it deeply. And there's way more than a hundred ways. There's thousands and thousands of ways that you could come up with yourself, be creative, to create um, this um, act of love every single day, every single moment of the day in so many different ways talks about here about if something he feels insecure about something to find out what he what it is so he could so you could soothe that insecurity. Um, if um, you to take him out on dates, take her out on dates I meaning to have these public dates um, tell her that you tell him that you love him often to remember anniversaries, birthdays, other special occasions, to enjoy her hobbies. We talked about this before, about embracing his hobbies, embracing his potential, to give him a special gift from time to time, shared responsibility in the house. And then on page 45 on the top is a real big one. Now here is, of course, it was written initially for the husbands, for the wives, and we spoke about it on the men's side when talking to the men, and that is not to belittle her feminine nature, her feminine characteristics. And this is so much a two-way street. The husband needs to treat a woman with respect, not make these vulgar jokes or demeaning jokes, not to roll their eyes when they talk about the natures of women, you can have a certain certain healthy sense of humor, like we all have in good humor, but never to belittle her feminine nature, her sensitivity, her emotionality, and so on. And just like it applies for men to be careful and not to belittle the feminine nature of women, women at the same time need to learn not to belittle the masculine nature of men And this is what happened that created a tremendous decline and deterioration between in marriages and in family life with the feminist movements in the 1960s where the women belittled the masculine nature. Things that were normal for a man to do that was honorable. As a husband, they bashed the whole concept down and it created a tremendous deterioration. A family structure and family life and strong family connections that kept the country alive and thriving. And it destroyed this feminist movement, destroyed destroyed our culture in this country. And it's so, so important. Just as it's important for men to appreciate women and their nature, women need to learn to appreciate the masculine nature of their husbands, to appreciate it, to understand it, and each need to understand each other's natures. And that removes so much misunderstandings and it removes so much agmas nefesh by understanding it, by respecting it, and not thinking that it's stupid or illogical or babyish, but these are part of who we are and to learn about it so that we can navigate and communicate healthily in these ways. A male with a female, a female with a male, husband to wife, wife to husband. The next one, the second to the top, extremely big concept as well. To let him express himself without fear of being called stupid or illogical. This is so, so important. Where your husband may want to express to you a certain idea, a concept, and your initial reaction sometimes is you'll tell them this is ridiculous, this is stupid. Whoever thought of such a stupid idea? And let's say you were even right, it wasn't a great idea, okay? But this is not how you express yourself. You acknowledge it and you could explain why you see it differently, but with respect. So he should never, ever be afraid to express his opinions to you. Otherwise, he'll shut down completely and you won't communicate. And then you'll feel bad why he never talks to me. He never talks to you because you just smashed him down when he said a thought or an idea. And what needs to happen is, is even if he says something that you totally don't agree with, or you see something in that 280 degree, 180 degree opposite direction, to hold on your, to your emotions, to be calm, And to have a dialogue with your husband about it. Why are you saying this? And let him explain. Then you can ask him a question. Do you mean this? Do you mean that? And then he'll express this. And then you'll go back and forth. Like a wanting to understand. A wanting to understand. And even if the concept seems so weird to you, to take it seriously and with respect... Carefully choose your words, especially when you're angry. We could talk about this for hours and hours and hours, how you have to be careful with your words. Palm Pam said very, very often, and other G'dayi Yisrael said the same thing, that people may think that divorces took place, unneeded divorces, the situations where divorces could have been avoided that people think that they came from some big major, major issue that they couldn't figure out, and they had to get divorced. In reality, most of the divorces happen because they did not choose their words wisely when they interacted with one another. They were extremely insensitive and critical and caused each other pain by words, and that, that caused the rift in the relationship because when you have warm words and support and love and respect in your words then even if you have a big real crisis of a real big difference between the two of you it will not break the marriage it will make it maybe that you both really say you know we need help let's go to this person to help us out with this problem but as long as there's no A you Stvarim, know, and you talk to, with each other with respect, that, most of the time, is ironed out. And therefore, it's not the issue that created the divorce. It is the way you talk to each other with your words that created the, 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 the divorce. Very often, it's like that on the positive side you have, where the drop of water went into that... Um, stone, like Rabbi Kiva, the tire went into his head, the drop of water, drop of water, drop of water, till after many months and many years, the hole, there was a hole from the stone from that water. That is from the positive side of that. The negative side of that is, is if you use your words in negative ways, you're wearing out the marriage, you're creating holes in the marriage, and then even a small issue is a big issue. So it's a very, very important aside we're saying here. And if he, he, he Rapam said this many times, Ravig the Miller said it many times, both of them dealt a lot with Shalom bias issues. And they both helped save marriages. Sometimes they saw marriages that did not work out, but their observations again and again, time in and time out saying that yes, there are situations where there are bumps in the roads, where there's a real crisis that they have to deal with. But most of the time, the divorces, separations, and alienations, and estrangements did not come from that quote-unquote big issue, but came from the way they didn't talk to each other carefully with respect, especially when they were upset. Rule number one with that is, he says in the next one, part of a Nas is sir, but even worse, not to criticize him in front of others. This can happen by a Shabbos table with guests, each one has to be extremely, extremely careful without even realizing that a husband could say a hurtful remark about his wife or to his wife with other people listening, and she gets embarrassed. And the same thing the other way around. She got upset about something, so told her husband in a louder voice, and the guests hear it, and he gets embarrassed. And they need to respect each other. It's so, so important. It is very important to be said that there's one here about um the, the the concept of of, of Seinayim. we will talk about it in a different share to be sensitive to other people uh, to surprise him by fixing a special meal and then there's one here that's very important also to be sympathetic when he is sick and not feeling well to care for him to be sympathetic to him and to um take care of him and to be warm to him till he gets back on his feet not to dis- disagree with him in front of the children you know so this is an interesting topic where sometimes you could in front of your children have a conversation where you see things differently and they learn maybe they learn from that your children on how to agree to disagree or how to talk to respect the father and mother when the parent when the kids listen they're having an argument and they disagree with something and they do it in such a menschlicher way that maybe it is kedai to express your different perspectives just to show your children how you work out a problem so there's two schools of thought of that and i guess you got to use your common sense on one hand some may say never disagree in front of your children keep that behind closed doors all the time Another school of thought is as long as we're respectful and we love each other and we treat each other with dignity, we could disagree in front of our children because this shows them as chenuch how we resolve day-to-day problems in a menshlicha, in a menshlicha way, in a very calm, normal, healthy way. And reading, read a book that he recommends to you and, and, and writing... Uh, Him a poem about how special she is, he is rather. So again, so that's all we're going to discuss. But this PDF is Kodai to look at. If any of you have feedback to add to this list, to enhance it that it is more aligned with the culture that that we live in, uh, that would be very, very helpful. Now we're going to shift to another area. Of let's say you know as wives that you deeply hurt your husbands, and you know that, and you know you need to change and your husband, because he was hurt by you, does not believe you decided yes, I realized that I made my mistakes and I hurt my husband, and I want to become better, and you're working on becoming better and sometimes you get frustrated because you let's say you court yourself, and in the last two weeks, the last three weeks, you've really, really tried to be kinder and more loving to your husband, but he's not believing you. He doesn't believe you, uh, that you changed, and he, he's weary of it, and he doesn't want to listen. You're, you're begging him to accept your apologies and to be more warm to you and to build it up, and he is very, very hurt. And he says, I'm, I'm not going there. I don't trust you. So the question is is how to go about um, getting to a point where you're showing your husband evidence that you have changed. And one of it is, as wives, to carefully listen to your husbands without justification, without argument. In other words, if you hurt your husband, you acknowledge that you hurt him and don't try making excuses. Um, And to admit when you make a mistake, to admit when... I was wrong, and I hurt you, and I shouldn't have. Unfortunately, in marriage, what happens is is that husbands become a lot less important to their wives over time. Again, everything we're saying here, we talked about to the men on the opposite perspective, because it's a two-way street, like we say all along. But there are reasons why a husband can feel less important to his wife and what happens very often is is a wife, a um, husband comes in from work and she ignores him and is interacting just with the child and is cuddling the child, doesn't greet her husband at all and ignores him more or less even if she prepares supper, he sits down he eats, he doesn't eat, he just you know doesn't pay attention and this is sad because, again, what happens is in the beginning of marriage uh, or by dating period, uh, a, 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 a wife, a woman, is, is enamored with, with her soulmate, with her husband in those earlier stages. There's a curiosity. There's a fascination. And the problem is that at some point after you're married, you become complacent. You say, okay, I hopped my zivig. He's he's mine now, and that's it. Cruise control. And it's 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 a mistake to believe that that you could just go cruise control. And it's so so important to constantly be have that and generate that hichachis that renewal. Another problem that happens is simply we take our husbands for granted. It's like too much honey will make a person throw up. And too much good, you have your, your husband, and it's part of you. And 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 we just throw out that curiosity aspect, that fascination aspect, when routine comes in, and we, we lose that interest in our husbands and in the potential of that beautiful connection that we could have with our husbands. It's important to, to break that pattern by choosing to be in his company, to encourage him all the time. And it can't be faked. You genuinely, genuinely need to do this and not neglect him. On the husband's side, we talked very much about not to neglect your wife. and On the wife here, we're saying not to neglect your husband. The problem is some wives may feel threatened Because they feel if they give our husbands special treatment and put them first, they will lose some of their independence with their friends, their careers, their hobbies. They think that if they give up activities for the sake of their husband, they are losing out. But when you view that your husband as the most important person in the world, you get excited. And... And, and you have to show that he really, really is truly meaningful to you and it can't be faked. Another thing that, which we'll end off the share right now is, is that if your husband does express vulnerability, if he's able to do that, if he has that courage to be able to be honest with you and saying that he feels lost or he feels hurt or he feels overwhelmed, Not to look at him as if that's a weakness, the fact that he expressed that honesty to you, but look at it as a strength, a strength of character, that he is open, that he is receptive to change, that he is open about his emotions. He is open about how he feels to you. He is not denying it. And that's one of the biggest brachas. And very often women... seem to view that as a weakness that when your a husband acknowledges when he made mistakes and needs to correct it, it's viewed as a weakness, while on the contrary, it actually is a, the more, one of the most courageous things that you could possibly do. So again, we finished this PDF, but please, I'm encouraging all to reread it and to practice. The practices there be creative in creating new ideas of how to go about this to love your husband in his own way we talked about how in a marriage a husband could become less important um, to his wife and how we need to fight that trend and to create that and not to take your husband for granted and to gain your, your husband's love more and more by caring for him by showing you're interested in him and giving them special um, treatment and special sensitivity and to recognize that they also are very vulnerable. And when they do finally open up to you, not to degrade them, but to allow them to, to express themselves freely. Baruch